You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Sorry, I was a little late because I had a backwood, but uh, yo, picture me rolling. Um, welcome back. Today on the show, we got, uh, you know, two people I'm fans of, two artists that are, that are, uh, you know, I look up to for sure. We got my man Skinhead Rob, hey. and uh, we got the homie Demrick, who's got a new album out just on Friday that I listened to twice today. Um, I went I went back to back with it. He's got a collab album with Exhibit and Be Real. It's called Serial Killer, Son Summer of Sam. Yes, sir. Yeah, out right now, man. Make sure you go stream it. Mm-hmm. Enjoy and yourself. And it's dope. You get a good like. I got uh. I got good vibes with it because it was a, uh, it was West Coast, it was current. You guys are talking about things that are going on during quarantine and just public life, at least opinions about the way we're feeling and what we're going through and shit like that, which is cool. And uh, and I like you know you got exhibits humor, you know you got you got, you know I feel like you really uh, you were really the focal point on the on the album and and uh, it's cool to hear everybody's. Uh, Everybody's uh, mode and what's going on. The song with Buster's dope too. That Thank was dope. you, man. Yeah, with the reggae vibes. You know, it's crazy because the the quarantine. Like I like when I say to everybody, I'm like I always ask how the quarantine or or how the pandemic's been treating you. And then I realize that you know if you ain't lose no family members or no friends and everything, and if you a real hustler, you gonna find something to do, even though you know the world came and shook it up on us a little bit. So it actually provided an opportunity for me. Exhibit and be real to get in the studio and really uh, something that was heavy on all of our minds because it was happening every day. You couldn't start a conversation without it directly leading into this stuff because none of us are used to everything that's going on. So I think that it really fueled uh, the music. And it was like, you know, when you're moving with passion and intent, uh, you know, it comes out right. And we wanted it quickly turned into like a concept out. And so uh, I think that's what separates this Serial Killers album from the previous three projects that we did is, you know, before it was just about, you know, showing off on the mic, you know, talking your shit. But this one was like, you know, we had a lot uh, on our minds to speak about. So I see that it's resonating with people and I'm fucking with that. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. It was, yeah, it we was fucking a, with the album. Thank you. Man. Yeah. It was hip hop, you know, you know, it had super West Coast vibes. The video was dope. Yeah, I like the video as well. Yes, sir. I seen that the other day. You got me scared to say anything about them niggas. Uh, what you mean? Hey, you want to know what was dope is that on that album, you know, I got a chance to get on a record with Snoop, which was amazing. Get on oh, a record dope. with Busta. Yeah. Get on a record with DJ Quick. Um, Dre even was in there mixing, a, you know, a couple songs on there. He was involved in that. So sure. just like experiencing that, well, the whole world was... Well, it was, you know, because it was probably like two months ago, you know, things were real topsy-turvy at the time. We didn't really know what was going to go on. So yeah, I, just, I just feel like, man, I was like, even when I was sitting in the studio and it was being mixed, I was feeling like, you know, we might got something special here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited, man, that people are fucking with it. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's very good. And like you said, it was unsure times. I remember like, you know, a few months back, things was... <laughs> Things was scarce and people were trying to hoard and, and you know, 
So that you know, people's look, gun stores still bought out. You already know what time it is. Yeah, like yeah, people, exactly. people buying what they can to feel like they don't know what's gonna happen next. That's, yeah, that's you know. Well, the initial shock is gone, right? Now we're just like, what is life gonna be like with that? You know, you still still seeing mass every day. People, some people acting one way, other thing, and then the whole social social injustice shit that got, you know, really. It's, that shit always been happening, but it's it's really getting addressed at this moment. You know, there's there's a lot of social uh, unrest, and you know, and I feel like people are like tired of the bullshit. So I feel like there's a lot of energy that's that's kind of like everybody's at a heightened state. So um, yeah, gun stores are selling now. That we're still in the midst of it. We gotta see what happens. You know, over this next amount of time, it's not like it's all said and done. It hasn't. Nothing's changed. You know, we're just used to it now. So now it's like you kind of like in the mix of it and we just got to see what happens i'm still not sure what 2021 is gonna look like you know what i'm saying i mean anything is possible at this point right yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey, don't tell it. this is like hey this is probably the first time in my life where like anybody could throw some off the wall ass shit out and i'll be like yeah probably <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey bro when like, they hit real? us with that okay. what they admitted that aliens were real we that even got, shit got that. swept under the carpet I dog heard. that shit was there I for like a second little clips hey, and stuff of it's like oh by the by the, by the way areas. we're admitting the alien thing and they're like nothing nobody even made a big deal about it what no <laughs> <laughs> nah, but i was saying what i like I mean, in the video they don't need people thinking about the the you know the it, downline it of effects of that shit your your verse in it man was dope in the video Thank you, bro. Like how you had... Now you're hey, right. Oh, that's why you said you're it. Yeah, right. yeah, I can't, I can't even say nothing you. about either Come one on. of them. You well, know I know you're going to say nothing but positive things, <laughs> man. It's all love. <laughs> nah, nah, but he's, nah, he's right. <laughs> nah, but you went no, hard right. on that, though. You went hard, man. Thank you, had man. me scared. Hey, I was like, you're oh. A rap, you're a rapping motherfucker, dog, for real. <laughs> Thank you, man. Nah, this shit is yeah. dope, though. This shit is dope. Yeah, I mean, all three of them dudes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, straight guys. up. I mean, it fuck. Mixed, it's, it's a it good, mixes it's, right. It's a it's good, a good mix, mix. Yeah, it's know, a good they're, mix. They're all, all really good at what they do. and Punchlines. Uh, but but a lot of times, lines. like, even even really good artists, when they work together, it doesn't sound right. But you guys are all really good artists in your own right. And when you get together, it does sound right. Thank yeah, you, man. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, bro, I get to be in this, in a group with my idols. That's the yeah, shit. You know, that's a whole yeah. other element yep. on it, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I looked up to Exhibit. I was freestyling over instrumentals of his back when I was in high school. You know, Cypress Hill was a big influence in my life. And so for it all to come together the way that it, that it has, you know, this is a version of my dream coming true. Yeah, 100%. For real. Like, yeah. like just knowing, knowing Dietrich, knowing Dietrich yeah. for years and yeah. being around a little bit, just around mugs and, you know, B and, and these people, the homie right here, Rob, like I looked up to all these dudes and, and, uh, and, uh, it's cool to, to thank you, brother. Yeah. I could, I could imagine that, uh, but I mean, like we all have the, the same feelings about like all the same people, we know. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Course, like, it's yeah. the same. Like, dope is dope. Like, I'm the same way with, with, with the homies. Like, yeah. With, you know, Mugs and B and Sen and everyone. And, and even down the line, you know, because it's Soul Assassins, you know? So, <laughs> Estevan, Cartoon, like, Chase, yeah. all the homies, you know? It's like, it's it's good to be part of that family, you know? 100%. I've got to do some of the coolest shit I've ever done Uh because of those cats, for sure. Seeing shows, being a, like you said, being a fan, bro. Yeah. And seeing a show, yeah. you know what I'm saying? For real. Yeah, yeah. I've been see, I, remember, I remember going to see Cypress when I lived in, I grew up in Fresno, so they came through in like, I don't know, what was that fucking 92 or some shit? And it was the first record. And shit was amazing, you know? And still to this day, like, 
amazing across yeah, the board. Oh, yeah, all them sure. dudes, you know. I owe a lot to to them dudes, you know. Stay inspired by what they doing, man. They doing so much. It's crazy, man. Yeah. You're going into Dr. Green Thumb dispensaries with lines out the fucking doorway down the block with some of the best strains. And this shit, this is like, this and is a dream, well this is a dream come true. That's a dream come true. That might be the theme of this one. Hey, man. that's a dream. <laughs> hey, that's a dream that they, they laid the groundwork for, bro. For real. You yeah. know, them and Prop 215, but like. That shit know. is tight, though, because it's like a weed Costco. Really you go is. up in there. <laughs> it really is. It is, man. I got different brands and shit. What are you talking about? Silmar? Uh, one downtown. Green Thumbs? Talking yeah. about the one downtown with yeah, them. Yeah, They're yeah, all yeah. like that. Yeah, you go up in there, man. You be like, what? They got the red carpet out, everything. Look I was like looking for the Kirkland into brand the club. for real. You walk, you walk <laughs> into the club. I was looking for the Kirkland OG. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know you got some live OG. <laughs> the Kirkland The Kirkland Cause I, I was just at Costco Oh my god You know When Kirkland do it Hey Kirkland be that fire whiskey. though dog For real You got the Grey Goose <coughs> Kirkland's like you that just You know you get getting something sticker. solid It just doesn't come with the packaging <laughs> It just yeah. says Kirkland He doesn't even bother to put a graphic on it or anything no. It just says Kirkland Yeah but you know that shit's Grey Goose <laughs> Yeah Grey Goose Yeah Yeah Canadian whiskey That's yeah. Crown Royal Hey, I'm not mad at Dude, I'm not mad like at Costco a half a gallon for 20 bucks. I mean, why not go yeah, get him a Costco car? Hard to beat that. <laughs> um, so what's up uh how is the the music industry with the the no shows thing? What are you guys planning? You got an album rolling out now with with the quarantine. That's kind of fucked up, right? Yeah, you know, this is crazy. A lot of internet marketing, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, it, it, to do all the press runs and go to New York and do the tours, uh, that's definitely all on hold. So, you know, it's about, like I said, like this created this moment to be able to go and make this music in the studio. So it's more about getting in the studio and staying creative and uh, not letting this shit fuck the flow up just because we can't yeah. really get out there on the road. I'm used to touring like shit three to four four or even five tours you know i say yes for all the times i i got told no so you know Good what i'm saying you, i'm taking i'm taking these tours and i spent a lot of time out on the road so it's definitely been a big adjustment you know i had to try to find my footing and figure out like damn it if i'm gonna be here one whole year like what am i gonna do with that time and how am i gonna use it to uh just keep myself getting into the flow of of this different kind of situation we in you know what i mean like it's not normal. So normally I'd be on the road. That's gone. So now it's just double down on the studio. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. I feel like I've been productive uh, during this time as well. It's definitely got me to focus more. I've spent more time with my kids. One-on-one -on -one direct time, not like disturbed time because we got a bunch of shit going on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I guess, you know, with family and other things, it slowed things down and put things into perspective a little bit. Um, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about your flower, bro. Cause you had some yeah, fire tonight. Um, we just tested it on uh, Adam's uh, little scientist machine from Purple. Yeah, I can't Scientific. believe that. Yeah, it's Isn't pretty it cool. And uh, the back of the bag said twenty nine percent. It tested twenty nine percent. So kudos to the dudes that made the machine. And yeah, um, Demerick's got some and some the dudes fire. Who made the weed. So the back, exactly. the back the back said twenty nine too. Yeah, yeah. Cause see, when we did it last week, we were off. Everything was off like a couple points. Ah, Just a couple. Yeah, yeah. Shout, out, said, shout out Gasco, man. They made it. Yeah, they shout made out this, Gasco. The bag is true, and when they, you know, 
I love it because soon as I seen that strain, and you know the Mac one's like one of those like elusive strains that really can't get crossed that well and all that stuff. You know, it's a, yeah. I don't like to grow it because it's it's a long. It takes a long time to veg, so it yeah. doesn't really like you know doesn't do what I I particularly like. Yeah, and so we don't run it. But people are very fond of it. It's a very you know. It's one of those strains. Like, yeah. if you take the time to do it, then it's It's, it's going to turn out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And as soon as I seen it, I was like, ah, that's that's the one. So, um, Mac Tonight, it's out there. It's it's crossed with uh, the Mac 1 crossed with their um, their Culotto, which is a, a gelato. You yeah, know? exactly. Cross, yeah. and it's uh, it's just dope because it, it's got that stony effect with the taste, and it just looks like it's frosted all around, big Big buds, like the yeah, yield is per and it's purple. It's like everything is like about that weed. I just I love it, you know. And I also have another strain I got shout out, uh, <coughs> Kushko. You know, we have the Stony Point, which sells legally up in uh, Las Vegas. And you know? uh, why you call it Stony Point? Because it's Stony Point. Yeah, is yeah, that where you're from? You yeah. went to Chatsworth? Well, went no, to Stony me, Point. Me and my homeboy DJ Hopper. <laughs> I know. I went to Chatsworth, so I know. You know. Yeah, exactly. So we would pass by. That sign and stand and pass by Stony Point every day to go to the studio. And so me and my my homie DJ Hopper, that's from out there, we did an album together and we called it Stony Point. And then we did a second album, Stony Point Two. And so we curated a strain with Kushko that's from the eight one eight, you know, their valley. Yeah, yeah, I know they are. Yeah. And so it was just something that was real organic, you know, that we put together to kind of represent. Because you know, from my perspective, as far as as far as I know, like, am I right by saying that the valley? It was known for growing like some of the best OGs. Hundred percent. Okay, yeah. So you know, Kushko's really known for the OG, and so we did that. We did that cross with them, and it it really felt like okay, we're gonna put a stamp, just like with the album. Like everything need to be out of that area. You feel me? Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Valley shit. I'm from, I'm from the valley. Oh yeah, I gotta make sure next time I come through, that's it. I'm I coming through with the pack that. of that. I went to Stony Point. Yes, sir. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sir, that's where all that you know, you was getting in trouble. You was going over there, right? man. I ain't do nothing to nobody, man. Uh -huh. It was a troublemaker, man. <laughs> uh, Rob's one of the first people that I've ever seen uh, smoking backwoods. Like before, <laughs> it was popular to be smoking backwoods. I want to talk about that for all the weed smokers out there. So, um, Chase Infinite is yep. Dietrich's cousin and, mm -hmm. and one of the homies, and uh, he My smoked brother. woods back in the day too. And, yeah, uh, yeah, and Rob, I would he he smoked. You know, one of the first times I ever smoked a backwood was probably with you at your apartment over there by SA Studios. I think it might have been. Yeah, that was um, a, that was a good time. Yeah, Those you had the little loft good right times there. Times in general back then. The Gun Club. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got on Woods um, just from being around Chase and Cron and Phil all the time. Yeah, strong arm steady. Yeah, because yeah, that, that's all. Uh, that's all they smoke, and I, I was over there every day. So that's nothing all I but smoke. woods, and you get yeah. you get hooked on woods because by the tobacco yeah, leaf, you know. Yeah, like no, hundred percent. Like, I'm a cigarette smoker. Was a yeah. cigarette smoker. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, I, no, I just prefer woods, you know. Yeah, no, no, no. But y'all was y'all was on that shit. This is this is like early two thousands, dog. Yeah, y'all been smoking woods places, for twenty years. Like you, yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> this, you this shit is popular now. Like like flavors selling out and shit. But yeah. not the hip hop and it, culture and it takes, does to and a it brand. takes time, but I mean it's popular culture, bro. Everybody wants to emulate that that life. That's what it is, you know. Yeah, it, uh, cause it, cause I know that sales was slow. Backwood. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah. <laughs> I think in the Bay, they're always selling a lot of woods. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of backwoods smokers in the Bay. So now everybody. Is that where it comes back. out of? Where they're made at? No, where people where did where did where did where did they get picked picked up? Do you know the lineage on it? Like when, I would when say people the started Bay. smoking woods in the Bay, like Mac Dre and Mac Dre, you know, that that the, era. Yeah, okay. Mac Dre, rest in peace. Um, but I, yeah, I, w- I would say the Bay uh, kind of kicked it off for the woods, backwoods. That is. Shouts to the Bay. I I, I enjoy a good wood, bro. To be honest with you, I can't, I can't, I can't smoke, smoke them every day. Things are addictive. I can't. Yeah, they I, are. I don't <laughs> smoke joints. I don't. Swishers, no, I, I gotta smoke backwards. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I do, 100%. I like to smoke papers, too. But they're using, like, natural tobacco leaves, too, now. I mean, who knows, bro? <laughs> yeah, it's all just... <laughs> the fronto leaves or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, hope, we I hope... So my brother, my brother rolled up one of them. Cause we that's hope, but that shit is a... That's a tobacco leaf, dog. I don't know how natural that shit is. Come yeah. on, let's be honest with ourselves. Yeah, but, it's uh, a big ass... Tobacco leaf in a in a yeah in a they've bag. been spraying that shit with all sorts of <laughs> shit believe it they got exemptions and shit remember Chase was getting like pounds of those leaves oh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh, him and Crom yeah. doing it yeah they do <laughs> man I'm high man I ain't gonna lie I'm high as fuck I ain't got quiet and shit I've been past, that's past that twenty nine percent you know can't be smoking that Mac trying to work dog. <laughs> Get you right. What's your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite track off the album? I like the. I if like. You were the, gonna send everybody to some to a certain song. What would you? What would I you would, send? I would to? send it to send them uh, to the one that we dropped. We just dropped called Loaded, and that's just because a uh, shout out Rick Rock. He produced it. It's it's got that classic West Coast bounce, but something still feels new about it. And we just. Just rapping, you know, just talking our shit on there. It's a, and it's a fun record mixed with a message, which is, I think, is dope, you know? Yeah, no, 100%. And, uh, yeah, I really like how all y'all y'all uh, personalities shine through on the album as well. I feel like everybody got to be themselves. Yeah. Like Rob was saying, to to get three, three uh, strong personalities together on an album and have it, like, coincide with each other, is, it's uh, difficult to do it. And you guys did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro, we were listening. We listened to the first project. This, me and X were in the studio. We listened to the, the shit. We got like 40 songs together. Do you? Yeah. yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, we, you know, the ability to, we made enough yeah. songs together to like really get to that. We probably got o- over 40, but just serial killer songs. Uh, and that's a trip, you know? I'm just like, yo, we can make a song together that sounds like we're really a group. That's why when we were even doing the, the interviews and everything, like it still trips me out like that Serial Killers, at this point it's, it's been a group for sure. Thanks, we so. toured it and everything, but it really feels like, okay, we going down in the books, you know what I'm saying? We, we dropped something that, that uh, I feel like people that do listen to it and hear it aren't going to forget about it, you know? It's going to be something that's going to really stand the test of time. One thing we like to do on the show is uh, is uh, have everybody tell a weed story. So it's, it's all it's mostly cannabis based uh, media. So it could be a, a, a story like in your childhood or uh, something that's funny, something that's scary, something that like just a moment in your life where cannabis like, you know, you had some type of occurrence that happened because of cannabis. And uh, what do you guys got? Y'all got any funny tour stories? kind of hard on the spot like that yeah right <laughs> just i just i just remember uh going on the road with cypress and being in 
because see, look here, I, the story got to go back a little bit. Like I quit smoking weed for a while because I had a bad shroom experience. And through that shroom experience, I didn't want to smoke weed anymore. Where, where were you when you had the experience on the shrooms? I was in, I, at that time, I was in, uh, I was in Philadelphia at okay. the time. You and took I, the shrooms in Philly? I took the shrooms in Philly, and yeah. it, was, it wasn't the you right. Had a bad, it was, it yeah. wasn't a, you had a bad rodeo. It wasn't the right <laughs> circumstance, you know, but yeah, I wasn't. No, I get it. I wasn't smoking. And then we went out on the road with, with, uh, with, with Cypress, and we were over there in Amsterdam. And I kept telling Julio G and... Bobo like, you know, roll up, roll up, you know, and they would roll one up and then I just hit it a couple times and then I wouldn't smoke it anymore. So I wasn't even rolling at the time. They, so I asked the OG to roll a blunt, a joint up, and then I didn't even, sm I barely even smoked it. Because you know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't really smoking like that. And they were like, oh, hell nah. So they brought me into the homie court. And uh, they made me eat uh, a, an edible, a space cake. <laughs> And I remember just trying to talk my way out of eating <laughs> space cake, and then finally I said, "Fuck it," and yeah, went and hid in my bunk. Yeah, <laughs> for real. After that lead up, for sure, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing like a bad edible high, bro. That's I, I tell people too. I've used all types of substances, and uh, that's the one that is like that should'll fuck you up. You know I what I mean? The worst though is when it's unexpected. Like I had to happen to me once. Where you got where you got hit with the what? You got hit with the un, uh, unwanted edible. I got hit with like twelve unwanted edibles. Oh fuck! Like, I was at my homeboy's pad, watching the fights, and uh, his old lady made brownies. Yeah. And we were already high as fuck, right? So yeah, of course I'm gonna eat these brownies. But he didn't say that there was weed in them. Nothing, you know. His old lady didn't say there was weed in them. I'm fucked. I'm stoned already, you know, so I'm just knocking them down. I, I probably ate no shit like 12 of them. <laughs> Bro, that shit was such a bummer. <laughs> I was so fucked up for so fucking long. And I remember just sitting there and then he was like, fuck, you know. That's a lot of fucking weed. I was already, I was already like so high from it that I couldn't even argue with him or like <laughs> tell him that he's a dick or if I just had to try and ride it out, you know. But then I remember the person I went there with wanted to go to this fucking bar that night. And uh I just remember putting my head on the bar for like the duration of the night. So it was probably Damn, like, you went to a yeah. bar after that. You're a trooper like, though. It was like four hours though and I was just out. Like, I couldn't I even imagine walking after twelve uh edibles. It was the worst. Yeah. It was it was the worst and I mean, I've had some bad experience with drugs, but that was, <laughs> that was up there with. That's what I'm saying. Awful. That uh, that milligram is important. Y'all need to pay attention. Yeah, because edibles. I mean, even if you you do know how much you're taking and you're aware that you're about to eat that shit, like it can catch your ass by it's surprise. Different. It's a different high. <laughs> like for people who who never ate that shit, it's a it's a different experience. You know, it. Uh, I did 30 miles around Amsterdam after eating an edible. Damn. <laughs> Lap man, I was just walking. Uh, high as hell. You probably walking. had some mushrooms too though. Yeah. You were just zoned out. Man. You're lucky exactly. you were walking around. Exactly. I just man. I'd be afraid to fall in that water out there, man. Hold <laughs> on. Man. That's why I, they talking about the mat they got they got whatever the truffles, the little magic truffles out there yeah. and shit. 
I'm not taking no magic truffles in Amsterdam. And I love Amsterdam. <laughs> but this it's too crazy. Like the water's right here, the streets Amsterdam. right here. One <laughs> mistake. He said, I ain't gonna be the dude on mushrooms <laughs> and tripped into the canal and shit. This guy gotta go get a tetanus shot immediately. Fuck, bro. Can you imagine? Yeah, I'm cool on that one too. Uh, Shit, you made some cookies one time. That I did that sick. to people. I did. I did. I I, I made a batch of a batch All right, of he sugar asked cookies. That no, was, he asked me. Said, how much should I make some butter? Yeah, know? it was like and in I the early like, days. A, we didn't know what we were doing. We were just putting shit. Like in use a, a pee. And I was pot, talking you know? about a pee of stress. Yeah, I was to using, make some butter. I, I used this real. Use a whole ounce no, of OG. I used, like, I used like real weed, like even back then. So I used real weed to cook the butter, and it came out pretty strong. But I. I overdosed a bunch of people giving it to the homies, <laughs> made them trip out and shit, you know? Hey, I'll tell you. You weren't a friend at that point. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't consider you to be a homie. I'd be yeah. like, God, you did me in. Yeah. Why'd he do this to me? Yeah, I mean, it, was, it wasn't, it was, you know, it wasn't malintended. That's a bad, exp I feel bad when I do that to people. And even like from running retail and like, you know, I, I know how to guide people in their experience with cannabis definitely now at this stage, but I did it to uh, one, of, one of my uh, kids has a nanny and uh, she, I had some three to one CBD oil that these guys from a, from a lab downtown had given me. Um, and I forgot that it was three to one. And I thought that oh. they had just given me some CBD, right? And uh, she was experiencing like some some cramps or some pain or something. And I told her, yeah, just try it. It's going to knock her out probably thinking that it was just CBD. And uh, she took a dropper of it. And like, to me, like, like no CBD, even a three to one wouldn't fuck me up like that. But like to her, she had a really bad experience, bro. I felt really bad. Cause I'm like this poor woman, she's over <laughs> here and, and I'm over here giving her her first cannabis experience. And I just like told her, like she took it pretty well because like, I, she, you know, she, she don't want to be difficult. She was the kid's nanny and everything. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But she had a rough, she had a really she rough night, out. bro. Yeah, she, yeah. She probably won't fuck with weed again, though. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked her whole shit off. I felt terrible because I want people to, like, have the same love for the plant that I have. But sometimes in those situations, you know, edibles ain't no joke. No, not at all. And so it's just not for some people, too. Like, I think even... People Can who, cannabis in general, right? Yeah, who don't have a problem with it or don't have a problem with people using it or whatever. Um, it's just not for them. I get that, too. Like, we all got homies who just don't smoke. Yeah. yeah. You know? And I've yeah. always thought that was weird. <laughs> I mean, more power to you. That's no, killer. I, did I got nothing against people who, who, who don't smoke. But, um... It's like, yeah, what? It's you don't like dogs either people. or what, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sociopath when I see one. Yeah. <laughs> Are you mad at weed? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. But I mean, you know, it's it's, it's not for everyone. But, no, uh, it's not for everyone for sure, hundred percent. Because that shit, hey, look, that shit can get me going sometimes. We know that you know certain people probably just shouldn't be smoking this shit, and they ain't ready to smoke it either. Because I feel like it, it definitely gives us some type of perspective in life. I feel like that at least from my experience with it. That you know, it opens your eyes to to reality like real things you know what i mean yeah i mean it can definitely give you a, a different outlook if the, the mood is right you know yeah for the for better or for worse you know That's sometimes true. uh you know it's a, it's all individual though like, you just gotta smoke every, every, yeah everyone everyone sees things different whether they're sober high stoned you know and uh it's just perception i guess people it helps you slow down 
The smell of roses. That's it. That's that's what I think. I think weed for me is just something that uh, always just calmed me down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, my mind racing. I, I want to do everything under the sun. Chill out real quick. Yeah. Smoke one and figure out how to start knocking it down one at a time. Whatever feels the most important yeah. at the moment. You just like, all right, boom, 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 boom. And then you just do it. That's how, how it's always worked for me. So yeah. I, that's why I will go in as far as to say that I really think that cannabis, you know, and we know it's, it's a medicine. Right, yeah. it's beyond just a just a recreational thing. Even though it could be that for whoever, but you know, for, for some people, you smoke it. Somebody like me, you know, I might be a little high strung. You know, if I oh, yeah. if I wasn't able yeah. to just you know cheap a little bit. So, uh, and it's yeah. not like I gotta have fifteen you know fifty bong rips a day. Like I, I don't have to smoke a ounce of weed a day. You know what I'm saying? But I, you know, I'm waking up in the part of my morning routine is smoking a joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right about midday, be. I'm smoking again. Yeah, 100 yeah, Depends on the day. Yeah, yeah exactly. But. Sometimes I'm in the studio and we just tearing it down. Of you know, course. the more homies, the more people around, the more the atmosphere, then I feel like the more tree gets burned, right? A hundred percent. Yeah, and like you were saying, like it, it, it helps you mellow out just in general because I get burned out of people all the time and <laughs> weed is definitely weed helps kept me from taking someone's head off before you know like, make you hit that fuck it like, button ah, let me just smoke yeah. on this real quick it's and got then that fuck I'm it in it yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah fuck it, it yeah uh, it definitely helps in more ways than one 100% that's all I, can I feel the same way about it it's definitely stopped me from doing some you know r- rash decisions um let's talk about your art for a second you're doing some painting I seen recently uh, yeah, here and there. I mean, I've been painting for, I don't know, 15 or something years. But I just kind of somewhat recently started I like uh, or whatever. It's just... The graphic stuff, you've done uh, quite a few album covers and things for some of the homies and other artists and stuff that I like, too, as well. Oh, thank you, brother. Yeah. Um, the graphic it, it, stuff is cool. You're an all-around artist, I know. It's just... Uh, it's just a way to get creative shit out, you know? Because I don't record music as much anymore, as much as I'd like to, so I still got to find a way to vent create, um, creatively. Yeah. You know? And uh, if it's not writing or recording a song, I got to fucking get it out somehow. So I'm going to draw something or paint something or fucking make something or, you know? I mean, I don't know if that makes any sense or not. but No, uh, it makes total sense. Oh, yeah. You got to have that outlet somehow you know and uh so i just do that and most of the time it's just for me you know like um i'd say probably like 90 percent of the paintings i do like as soon as i'm done i'll just destroy them and throw them away yeah i get know? it because i just need process, to you know i just need to get whatever was on my mind at that moment out and then once it was there in front of me okay i don't need this like it served its purpose you know yeah. it's not for like I'm not going to put that up for sale. You know, like if it's something that's just going on internally that I have to fucking then attack it did, somehow. It did, it did its job. It did its job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I get it. 100%. More than any, like, you know, money's going to make off. And it's not. That's not what that's, that's about. That's not why I made that piece of fucking art or whatever you want to call it. You know, it's a. But it's just, again, it's just a way to get creative shit out. Have you heard uh, Paul Wall's new album? I heard it's super dope. I know that's the homie, so... Oh, Paul's 
Paul's one of the greatest dudes in the world. Yeah, I haven't uh, met not, him ever, not, but... Oh, he's the greatest, I'm a, I'm a fan, Paul, obviously. Paul's... Well, yeah. Paul's he, satellite I mean, That's flight. my brother, you know. He, <laughs> he's I know probably, all the satellite homies, too, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I've been a big fan of Paul for, and Paul's, forever. And Paul's know? probably the nicest person in the music industry. Yeah, like, he seems like it. He, he doesn't have... Dog. He ain't got no a hate. Like bone a, in his body. Nah. He's n- never got nothing bad to say about nobody. And I seen him the other day, and he was like, "You know, in Texas, we mind our business." Like, straight. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, yep. It's like I don't really got no opinions on that. But I was like, "Hey, that's one hundred. Paul's the best. I've been around the world with Paul. Yeah, how was that? It was great. Yeah, I mean, everywhere. We went to Iraq. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys went out there and did the the uh, shows for the troops and all yep. that. Oh, a couple weeks out. Yeah. How was that? What was your experience like in Iraq? Fuck, that shit was wild as fuck. I bet. I mean, what year is this? Because the, the war was cracking, like it was yeah. going on. You know, this was two thousand. This was uh, uh, this was like the af- uh, the beginning of the Iraq war. So they had taken. Uh, it's like mid two thousands. Okay, yeah. Um, so we're there occupying. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, it was, it was some eye opening shit. You know. Like yeah, war. Everywhere I mean, you, you see you, some. You're, you're flying in fucking Blackhawks everywhere. And mm-hmm. I know. Was the doors with the doors open and shit? All that shit. Yeah. You know. And uh, yeah, this is the legit. This is the legit flight. It was way out. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, we were there for like two weeks or something. You know, so we're from base to base and this and that. And one for like two nights, we stayed at uh, Saddam's main palace. Nice. Yeah, like that's. Yeah, not a bad, that's, that's not a bad out, hotel. Bro. So you yeah, walk in, because he had palaces all over, but this was his main get down. You know? yeah. So you walk in, it's fucking marble, everything, and, and <laughs> solid gold fucking <laughs> letters and, fu- you know, like shit. Like Master P read. shit, huh? Crazy, bro. Like he could have. He was no limit He could have fed his whole country with <laughs> off of what went into this fucking place, you know. And um, is that the one with the man-made lake around it? Yes. Yeah, I yes. was. I've been there too. Yeah, I okay. did that same Killer, shit. Yeah, right? Yeah, bro. He had the whore. He had the whorehouse for. So he, he didn't believe that, that <laughs> it, God couldn't see anything on water. So he had he had that little house <laughs> that he took all the females in on the water. Yeah, I'm like, okay. No, I'm, you can finish. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to hop no. in your story, but I'm, I'm like <laughs> yeah. getting visual, no, I'm thinking no, no, about no, what no, you're saying. Please. And uh, oh, good. Dog. Yeah, and fucking. Uh, it was crazy. I had a picture of me sitting in his throne that Yasser Arafat gave him. <laughs> Bro, and behind it on the cushion, like behind his head, it was just all oil. Like it was oh. so fucking wet. <laughs> 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 it was crazy, bro. But uh, the, I mean, you know, I ain't gonna spend all day on it, but I think the, the craziest shit um, was... We were, it was like we had like two days left, so we had to fly back to wherever the fuck we were taking off from. I can't remember where it was. But um, what's the big-ass planes where the back opens up? You always see in the movies and everyone fucking... Like a DC-130 or... I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Those, right? Transport. And uh, before we got on, they were like, hey, there's going to be the remains of a U.S. soldier on the flight Whoa. and his closest friends from his platoon. Like fuck, that's heavy, you know. Super, because that's war. And and like for people who don't know, you got to envision. There's no seats in these planes. There's just two nets that run along each side. Mm-hmm. So you're just sitting in these nets, kind of looking at each other. So we go in, and um, 
They're like, you can ask them whatever you want. I was like, I'm not bothered these dudes with any stupid questions. Like, their homeboy's <laughs> laying here dead, you know? Small talk is not Bro, yet. so you, we, we get in the plane, we're sitting there, and it's just one side and the other side, and in between us is a, uh, a coffin with an American flag draped over it. It was like a, at least a three-hour flight. You know, it's like 115 degrees up there. Silence the whole time. Wow. And we're getting ready to land, and lady comes up, and she's like, uh, she tells us, you don't have to, but they've requested that you help carry the casket off the plane. We're like, they just put y'all on the spot. <laughs> you know, like, we're going to say no, you know? So, right, right. Yeah, we, we, we did that, and... um it was fucked up. Like, it was a... Yeah. That shit was heavy, you know, not... Just reality hit you right there, yeah. man. They got you yeah. flying with bodies. It's, uh... How was that, uh, uh... I had to do duty, man, right there in, uh, in San Diego. I had, uh... <laughs> uh, Paul Bear, burial detail. Mm-hmm. Just burying bodies all day. Mm. Rough. And a tight-ass... That was when you were in the service? Yeah, in the Marine Corps. Yeah? Yeah, shout-out to the Mew. 15th <laughs> Mew, you know? Mm-hmm. But nah, it's that is, it's a, it's a real experience because that's what's really going down. You know, serving your country, you know, you do it. You do it for love. It's a sickness. Yeah, you know. It's, it's who I love it. That's heavy, man. I was at a funeral for my girlfriend's uh, grandmother a couple of days ago. And uh, I had only met her a couple of times, but she was a, a good woman. And uh, she has a big, they have a big Mexican family in LA and there's a lot, there was a lot of people at the funeral. She had a lot of kids and there's a lot of grandkids and, and uh, the energy was hella heavy, bro. Yeah. Uh, it got me a couple times when people were get, doing speeches and obviously I'm new to the, the family, but you feel that energy like you were saying, you know what I mean? You're not going to ask these guys any dumb questions when they just lost their homie. No. That shit is like, a, it has a tone to it, you know? And it's, it's something you can feel when you say like, you can feel... You can feel stuff in the air. That emotion is like that's that's real life, you know. Yeah, it's. Uh, and plus, the movies be making it seem like you know we pussies when you lose a homie. You know, you're already a soldier. It like comes with the territory. Yeah. It's like football, you know. Your boy gets hurt, but it's the next man up. You know, you don't really whimper too much. It doesn't really hit you until you're away from it. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, anytime you get the so back no, just like what you're saying. Like, don't nobody want to hear anything at that point. What what are you gonna say? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, but like, see, but like you know what? that, cause you come from a war zone yourself. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't all easy up there, mm. and you too, D. Shoes and hoods. Yeah. <laughs> Fresno, you from Fresno? There. Fresno is a rough ass town, bro. Yeah, Fresno. Fresno, uh, Fresno's the cutoff, bro. Shit's active. On, <laughs> Fresno is I ain't running around active. with BB guns. Straight the <laughs> fuck up and like all facets of life. So I'm sure that was an experience. And, you uh, went to you went to school there? Yeah, I was I was born and raised in Fresno. I moved to no LA shit. in like '98 or '99. Yeah, I've been here ever since. But yeah, I grew up in Fresno. It's uh, it's uh, it's something up there. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean. It's a farm it's town, got its, it's got its moments, like Did everything else. it start off else. as a farm town, Fresno? was a farm town? Yeah, back in the day. You know? Yeah. But it's the, uh, it's the meth capital of the world. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all of... Yeah, I mean, all probably of... this year we're still running. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Reigning champions, <laughs> you know? Because it, it was yeah, I mean, for like those that the, for a long time. It's, uh... Yeah, the West Coast is known for, you know, anytime you get any kind of outskirts, shit gets tweaky hella fast. Yeah, because it's the, it's a central valley, you know? Yeah, it's, it's exactly. Like the, 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 
the middle of California, basically. So you got a lot of a lot of space out there to uh, a lot of open space. People with a lot of time on their hands and shit. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's really realistically that happens. You know, um, that's what uh, goes on in that type of uh, environment. Yeah. Then you get everything that goes along with that. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Let's from, be honest. From the that, people that is selling the, it, the people doing it, the people getting smoked over it. Yeah, like that shit is a violent. That's a violent life. You know, kidnapped what I mean? and saran wrapped and. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird. Uh, you know. Anybody that's been up for that long, some weird shit gets to happen and for Fuck, sure, brother. Dude. Some, <laughs> some bad it's decisions. The worst. <laughs> that is the worst drug. Like. Fuck. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. I, I can't fuck with tweakers, bro. Like, I'd rather be around a. All right, here's so. Hundred dope fiends, the one tweaker. So the difference between a crackhead and a tweaker is what? A crackhead will steal your shit, but a tweaker will steal your shit and help you look for it. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and be convincing as fuck, probably at the same time. Whoa. Shit's exhausting uh, trying to put up with a tweaker. I used uh, to live with one a long time ago. I had a homeboy. And he was my homeboy, but fuck, I'd come home and fucking yeah. my bicycle would be fucking nah, bro. hanging from yeah. the ceiling with like I had a all close, different parts on it. I had a close friend. That I had fuck. an experience. I lived with homie too. Um, and uh, same same experience. It was, you know. It's tough. It's hard to do. Because uh, I, I don't fuck with it. Because I used to uh, be on the other side of it as a, a young man. And... Um, so yeah, I don't. It's it's not for me, you know. Before we wrap up, uh, anything you want to plug, Rob? Anything you want to say? Um, I mean, don't anything, be a tweaker. Anything, I'm just happy to be here. Don't be a tweaker. I'm just happy to be here. I'm in good company, cool, you know. That's what's up. No, uh, I appreciate. Go get Silver Killer's that. new album. Uh, the Big Homie Mugs just dropped a new album. Yeah, that's just Graham. Get that. Um, just sold Hip hop's back, so, baby. Let's go. And I know you got some new shit coming too, hon D. Every time I talk to you, you in the studio. Yep, I'm just, I'm just always creative. working. Yep, I'd, I'd rather be, you know, if you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. So I'm just, I'm just trying to get the next body of work and just taking all the inspiration that's coming in from from this thing that we just dropped in and using it to fuel me to keep going. That's right. One hundred percent. I appreciate you taking your time and coming down too. Um, thanks for coming out to the show. Um, the sure weed was fire. The invite. Uh, he's got a strain. It tested twenty nine percent. Twenty nine. Hello. That's uh, one of the highest I've seen on you the machine what? so far. You know actually. what? Tonight. That's that Eric Dickerson baby. That's what that is. That twenty nine. That twenty nine. Okay, there we go. Man, we gotta make a jersey. Yeah, hey. we got to. <laughs> they got the Larry Bird. Yeah. Hey, I'm telling you, all the shows we've been doing, we be smoking, but we never been stuck like this. That's that 29. That, that was them backwards, doggy. That was them back Dickerson, to back. <laughs> that Eric yeah. Dickerson, that, that Mac tonight. There it is, brother. Yes, sir. It's all love, man. I appreciate the invite, you yes, know, being you able guys. to kick thank it with you, y'all. Thank you, thank you. It's the shit. Yeah, we're going to do it again. Please. Let's do it again, please. Welcome anytime. Yo, everybody go get that Serial Killers album. Um, shouts to the whole Soul Assassin family. Big Dietrich, thanks for coming down. Um, Country D. Earth. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.